My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have another exciting interview guest ahead of us coming on the show. Mark Stinson, an author of several books, a strategist, and the founder of Bioscience Bridge Consulting Business. He's also the creator of Unlocking Your World of Creativity podcast. So excited to have you on today, Mark. Thank you so much for making the time to jump on. How's uh, it thanks, going? Brittany. Well, and I embrace this rebel title. So the podcast rebels. Part, yeah, I love being part of the rebel group. You're you're a rebel now. Just going against the grain. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, we're gonna have a really good conversation today. You know, we're gonna go over some wins, what's so working. We'll talk about the challenges um with your business and the podcast. Um, so I think we're just gonna have some great takeaways and um conversation within that alone. But before we really get started, if you don't mind just telling the listeners a little bit of your background and your story, how did you get to where you are today? Because I think you have a um a very powerful um story and uh it's fantastic. You're kicking butt, and I think it'd be great to share with everyone listening. Yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun. And so I think if we start with a snapshot of maybe today, I, I consider myself a brand innovator. People have said that this combination of brand and new product innovation and innovative strategy. So I do that through workshop facilitation. I do that through market research. Uh, okay. I consider myself a venture catalyst, you know, to spin on the word of, of capitalist. You know, there's a lot of sweat equity, maybe more, even more than financial equity that goes into right. business sometimes. Right. And all of that really started, you know, I came up through the advertising ranks. I was a copywriter and a creative director and then ran uh, three agencies and ran the strategy practice of another agency. And so have really had a chance to, you know, uh, build my chops around advertising and marketing. But over time, and this is what people say, you know, is a good career strategy, not only a personal, but I began to hone my craft, only doing what I really love to do, doing it with clients that I really love to do it with. And so this brand strategy has been a real focus for probably uh, 10 years now. And that's where my company, Bioscience Bridge, was formed. Amazing. I love it. And I love that, you know, you're working with the people kind of aligned with the same visions and, and um, kind of your dream customers, I guess you would call them, right? Um, Absolutely. You know, and so many people say, you know, well, you get the right people on the bus for your team and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. but also the right clients in your portfolio. Gosh, if you can't work with the clients and you find it so frustrating and so tiring and so draining every day to work with clients that you don't really feel fulfilled with, what is the point? What so, is the point? And it's taking I, yeah. away from so much more, right? Yeah. And so every now and then either I say, hey, it's not working out or the client says, you know, we're going to go someplace else. And, you know, yeah, it may sting a little bit to your ego at first, but ultimately you say, yeah, this allows me. I, I use the analogy of cleaning out your closet to make room for new clothes. Yeah, I love that analogy. Yeah, because if I it was the right, a, yeah, 
if it was the right person, you know, they'd still be with you. And it, it is what it is, right? Um, it's better off, That's like right. you, like you said, cleaning out the closet. So you're making room for more people, more aligned with your visions and mission and stuff like that, which makes it easier to work with and more fulfilling, right? So most definitely. Love it. Well, we all know that with building up multiple six and seven figure business like yourself, you know, it comes with so many wins, but what are some of the biggest challenges that you faced? Yes. Well, as that sales curve goes up and up, obviously the pressure to deliver goes up as well. And so the, you know, the heat is on uh, at almost every touch point with the client. Are you starting right? Are you delivering the work right? Uh, right. And then there's always the little, you know, and you think they're just administrative things or little accounting things, but, you know, are the, are the bills correct? You know, are your terms correct? Are you fulfilling every contractual obligation, uh, even at the standpoint of the mechanics of how you're working together? So a lot of challenges I faced, you know, if you're working really fast and the sales curve is going up really fast, and then all of a sudden there's a typo or two in a client's brochure, and you say, well, we're, we're going to have to reprint that brochure. Well, that's that stings. That stings on the right. accounting you know, ledger, but it also stings with the relationship. So those yeah, are some I of the will... things. And then obviously working with people. Uh, my field is filled with creative, you know, uh, energetic, you know, big idea, but also people that want to pursue their craft, pursue their dreams, do it their way. Right. And there's such a fine balance between you know, let's stay the course of our mission versus let the people also have a, their own creative expression. So uh, these are some of the you. challenges, the ups and downs. Love it. Yeah. And you're not alone on that either. Uh, you know, sev- like several of this, I, so many will be able to relate with that. I, I know that for a fact. And uh, uh, I've, I've heard the same thing on quite a few interviews as, as well. So Definitely not alone there. So tell me, when did you start your podcast? Well, my podcasting journey started in 2019, the summer of 2019. Mm -hmm. I I had a a friend and a colleague who said, you know, I've been doing this uh, podcast. And I said, I I would really love to do a podcast. I was pretty naive. I really didn't know what it was all about. But he had the equipment, the microphone, and I had some guest ideas. And we put together a wonderful series of about 10 or 12 different uh, creative Uh, duos from different parts of the world. And we just enjoyed these conversations so much. And we called it a world of creativity. And so with that as a, yeah, with that as a springboard, I really said, well, you know, let's, let's continue this. And so uh, he was doing other projects and I said, then I'll just pick up the mantle and run with it. And uh, so unlocking your create world of creativity was born. And now we've just surpassed 200 episodes uh, we're going into our 201st episode uh, next week, and it's just, well, as many podcasters can relate, it's a life of its own. Uh, it really builds on itself. There's been a real snowball effect of great guests and great listeners and great listener support and great reviews and all this sort of thing has really uh, been quite fulfilling. Well, congrats, my friend. I love, I've listened to an episode of your uh, podcast and it's absolutely great. Now, how do you go about getting these, these people to interview? Do they come to you? Do you have referrals? How do you attract these, uh, these people? 
Yeah, this is a great question that so many people have asked, especially people who are starting new podcasts or, you know, sort of running out of steam of their initial excitement. And uh, right. you know, the, the startup mentality is like a like a startup. You know, you get excited at the beginning, but then it gets uh, tougher and tougher. So at the very yeah. beginning, I mean, I, I have been blessed to have so many creative connections and contacts literally around the world through my career. And then one thing leads to another and the seven degrees, uh, you know, of separation takes over. And so uh, I, I began to reach out to new and different people. And I've always been what I would call a power user on LinkedIn. So I have no problem saying, I wonder who I know in Sweden. And I reach out and sure enough, I know somebody and it turns out to be a great interview. Now, you Love may also it. and other podcasts know that um, there are many now podcast, PR, pitching, hosting, guesting services yeah. that do reach out to me. And I may accept 10 or 15, 20% at the very most of some of these pitches that come to me. Uh, right. There's a lot of people who are a coach. There's a lot of people who are an author. Uh, many people are a musician and they all think that that would be a great fit for my podcast. And I'm, I'm really, you know, uh, thankful for that. However, yeah. not everybody, you know, sort of reaches that creative yeah. uh, bar. So I have right. to be a so, bit Yeah, yeah, of course. You don't have all the time in the world to interview everyone as much as we would like to sometimes. So that's, that's right. you know, that's where it's important to, you know, you really got to narrow it down and have a criteria to be like, okay, they meet these standards. Let's get them on the show. And yes. what, what, kind of, what would your dream guest look like? Not look like, you know, I guess, but... What are well, you looking for in the dream guest? That's right. Well, and and I, I say that uh, as I think about creative practitioners, I take a very broad definition. So I have enjoyed talking with a lot of authors, a lot of designers and creators in that regard, uh, musicians. So I, I have found some of my most uh, enjoyable conversations have been about music, but also like a rock biographer. Uh, somebody who writes about music, somebody who's interviewed. So you may not have, you know, the top rock band or the top pop star, but you might right. have a somebody who's written a book about it or somebody who's done a compilation of great. Uh, so, I, for example, I interviewed Jake Brown and he writes an entire series of these rock biographies and the stories behind the boards, he calls them. So behind okay. the control panel, behind the recording studio, what was the story behind the record? you know, behind the band. And I really had some uh, great conversation with him. So that's a, that's a good guess for me. Amazing. I love that. That's interesting. Now, uh, my next question is how, how does the sales ratio um, look like on when you get people on as guests? Do you often book a lot of kiss sale calls from that or close deals afterwards after making that relationship uh, i'm just curious how how you do yours yeah you know i haven't uh, really thought about my podcast as a lead generation uh, vehicle okay. now having said that uh, so for example i interviewed a great guy he was the inventor of the boppet you know this toy that you yes it, yes i know it. the boppet <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <So, laughs> i know it you know, he and I had a wonderful uh, discussion about creativity and toy invention and toy licensing. And then I, I had a chance to go visit him in San Francisco and visit his studio. And we talked about doing workshops. Now, could there be a business proposition that comes out of that? Yes. Was that my intention going in? No. Uh, 
No, so I've, no. I've let it be relatively organic. So for me, the business part of it has been uh, the learning and the creative stimulation I get that also encourages and attracts client engagement for me. So okay. I'm not only talking to people who, you know, I'd love to team up with in a creative engagement, but more importantly, clients would call and say, wow, I really liked that episode. And I forgot that you did that. And I love the fact that you do interviews. You know, I remember when you did interviews and in market research focus groups for us, let's do more of that. So it's kind right. of a two degree, you know, one step, two step. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, with with your podcast, uh, how do you go about monetizing it? Yeah, that's a very good question. And and again, I have had some sponsors. I've had some trade outs. Um, and I, maybe I would like to do more of that. But I don't believe mm -hmm. that that is going to be, you know, a, such an income generator that I would say, wow, I, I watched uh one of Jamie's videos, are you getting $10,000 a month out of your podcast? Well, that's through sponsorships is probably not the way I'll do it. But if it's through client engagement, and so for example, I have had a client who asked me to do a podcast for them. And so that mm -hmm. that contract or that engagement uh, will be a significant income generator. And yet, right. and it will also allow me to have more fun on podcasts. So absolutely, kind of absolutely. building on itself. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah. And if you're filtering it and stuff like that, it's going to generate you, it's going to generate um, money too. Right. So yeah. it's great. And I, and I have a lot to learn from, you know, other podcasters. And in fact, right. the, the guy who helped me launch this podcast, I think is also a podcast rebel uh, in your Ooh. group, but you know, he, he said, you know, to have these. Who was that? Uh, Luis Diaz. So uh, okay, yeah. yes, 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 yes. We know Luis. Yeah. He's great. Yes, Luis is wonderful. And so I did a, I believe it was three days, at least two days, where we actually built the podcast. And so okay. you know, here's what your landing page could be. Here's what your offers could be. Here's what your, you know, uh, sort of stream of uh, emails and follow ups and posts and right. things. So we really right. built it out uh, a nice workflow. And uh, but I still have lots to learn about how that and all works. we all do right and after all, all this time that's right and you're not alone on that there's always going to be learning we're all learning together you know so it's uh it's and i don't think we'll ever stop really how could we i i have right? a saying that you can only learn more you can never learn less so there uh, you go learning. <laughs> you know it <laughs> um with um the podcast what's your biggest focus this year well i think or desire. I, I do, yeah uh, I've been fortunate on this particular podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. You know, we're exceeding, mm -hmm. I don't know, it's almost 120,000 downloads and, you know, as I said, 200 episodes. So I, I'm going to continue to elevate certainly my interviewing craft. Uh, people say, oh, you're a natural and you're so good and you make the guests so comfortable and, you know, you're funny. I, I don't know that I'm so funny, but if I we can- I think you're super funny. You're the Like, that'd be great. You know? <laughs> But there's too much seriousness. I'm certainly not going to be trying to be a uh, political no. interview uh, controversy show. That's for sure. Not so me I want to I want to improve the caliber of the guests. I, I caught myself the other day saying the quality of the guest as if other guests, you know, are good. Uh, I have great guests. They are all wonderful at their craft. I've learned from all of them. But I realized. So, for example, I think I've only interviewed one, you know, video game 
designer producer. I would love to get into that field more. There's so much creativity going on exactly. in video in games. Field. And yet it's not, uh, I mentioned music as a personal passion. I don't really get into video games, but what a channel and an avenue of creativity I'm missing if I don't right. talk to them. You know, and right. food and restaurant tours. I've had a chance to talk to some people in the hospitality business, but that business as a creative industry, wow, what a transformation over the last right. two, two and a half years, right? So it's not the same as it was. I'd love to talk more to these people. Absolutely. Those are some of the desires, expanding the field of, you know, different practices and, and interviewing them. Absolutely. Interesting. I like, I think this sounds a lot too. Now, based on where you are today, if you were to say triple or even double, double or triple your profit and revenue, what would you need to change or what would you need? To, what would some of the new challenges be? Mm -hmm. I've given so much thought to this and, you know, we've been talking oh, okay. about land, well, landing pages, marketing funnels, you know, all the things that uh, we talk about, but, mm -hmm. but I would have to do better at, you know, putting an offer a true Offers. offer in, in the show and a high value, high return offer. Right. Uh, I, I've put in there that I have 99 cent eBooks. You know, I, I have books, mm -hmm. I have podcasts that, you know, you can subscribe to this and that, but I think right. if I put in there, look, if you want to spend three days with me personally, and that could be one-on-one, -on -one, that could be in a group of eight people, that could right. be an online course that I'm putting together. So what, whatever you think that venue might be. So if you spent the three days with me, focused on where you are to where you want to be, and really catalyzing your venture, innovating your brand, I would have to put a value to that, a curriculum to that, and promote it on the podcast much, much more, what, visibly, much more, uh, I guess, aggressively. And I don't mean hard sell. I just mean visibility-wise, it would have to right. be much more upfront. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I love that. I love the sounds of it. Yeah, just finding that the right offer to make, that can be a challenge sometimes too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I love everything that you shared today. You know, you had a lot of valuable insight and it was, in, and I'm happy that you shared your story and how you got to where you were today as well, because it's, it's powerful and the people listening, you know, it's really important for them to hear that. Uh, so I think every interview, it's, it's nice to share, you know, the person's background and how they got to where they are today, yeah, but you're doing well, fantastic. You. And it was an <laughs> absolute did. pleasure to have you on today. Yes. Uh, but before we jump off, what would be the best way for anyone looking to connect with you to reach you? Yes. Well, my website is Mark and then a hyphen dash Stinson. S-T-I-N-S-O-N.com. And I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can find me there. And uh, Instagram at brand innovator is my handle on Instagram. Beautiful. Great. Well, thank you so much again, Mark, for jumping on. And I hope thank to you, get Brittany. you on again in Great the future. Conversation. Well, I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Lots of good takeaways in there. Um, fantastic interview. So thanks so much again. And group, if you're listening and liked it, please go ahead and subscribe. If you're a six-figure or higher entrepreneur and want to come on the podcast for an interview, please go to podcastrebels.com. We'd love to interview you. 
just like we did with Mark. So thanks everybody. Thanks so much, Mark. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.